Actually. I said that like it was like a TV like game yeah, show. Like you're on the radio. Did you delete me? No, we're still recording right now. So let's just roll with this. Okay, right, well. Mm. Mm. Great start to the new podcast. Yeah. But yeah, basically we're back after eight months. Eight, eight long months. It's not felt like eight months, has yeah. it really? It's felt like Gosh. two years. <laughs> great, great. Well, <laughs> I mean, we, we could call ourselves post-hiatus, if you will. That is true. We also came up, we, we came up with like loads of different names for this video, for this yeah, we, new podcast be, episode. We're going to be planning the comeback. Yeah. We'll come back, as it were, for a while. But we sort of know where we wanted to go with it. Yeah. In the sense of, what haven't we done? What have we not spoke about? Mm. And I think one thing that we, which now seems blindly obvious, is the fact that we chat for hours, like when I'm over in Bulgaria. Legit. As in like four hours on FaceTime to the yeah. point at which I think we've exhausted every natural topic to chat about. <laughs> so we thought, why not make a comeback? We thought it was comeback time. Yeah, why not get the old curtain call, lift the curtain up, <laughs> I thought get you back were, on stage. I thought you were going to start listing like <laughs> Eminem albums. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that old Venom track has been... Well, I think oh, it's called yeah. Venom. Henna's been addicted to this. What's it, it's called Venom, right? I just heard it on TikTok. Can you give us a little rendition of the Venom song? No, I cannot. Right. Right, well... I think it's not pushing, actually. I don't know, just vetoed that. Defo, defo. Right. <laughs> actually, I think, considering I've been gone for, what, seven, eight months now, mm. um, it's actually been quite fun just to hang out, like, in person, like, one-on-one. Yeah. Which I've actually really liked. Which we rarely, obviously, rarely get to do anyway. We rarely do that, yeah, because you're always busy, yeah. young at uni, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, we've actually taken a total of two trips to Bath in Somerset yes. this last week. Bath City. Big up Bath City. I don't think they call themselves Bath yeah. City. I don't know. But it is really nice there. Yeah. Really nice. As in, it's, it's, it's really different. Like, it's somewhere in the southwest mm. that I don't think it's enough credit for how picturesque it looks. It just hits different when you're there. Why don't you tell them about the post office situation that we discovered? Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, I was driving. Oh, by the way, we got a new car that I'm oh. speaking about. What, mm. Is that first season? I think so, yeah. We, you spoke about going car shopping. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we got a new car. Anyway. Moving on, we were driving. Well, I was driving to Bath, and then we got to. Was it like a sort of like town. a set, like a main, like a main road, sort of city like centre area, yeah. town centre, yeah. And then um, I saw this building. Obviously, it said post office on it. Yeah. And then I shouted out. <laughs> I'm not gonna swear, but I shouted out. It looks like effing Gringotts, and Gringotts is Hannah. The bank in Harry Potter. The bank in Harry it Potter. It did look like Gringotts. Yeah. Wow. As in, I think we're just used to the standard red sort of post office yeah, here. But like Bath just seemed like another world. It kind of was. Yeah. I mean, Almost like, like a portal to another world. I mean, we actually read a that really cool book. A whole different shop. dimension. <laughs> oh. oh. Speaking of different dimensions, we yeah. went to Mr. B's book emporium. Yeah. You, well, you were in your, you know, in my you were bath in your ambience, really. I was. I was very kind. And I was in her full glory. I was. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a bookshop that you want to take me to because you found out about it online. Yeah. Literally Googled it. Bookshops and baths. Oh, okay. Bookshops in baths. And they actually had a bath. In the store. In the store. That was full of books. Yeah, which is full of books. Yeah, Mr. B's Book Emporium. Definitely recommend that in Bath. Bath really, really good. Definitely recommend it. The staff were really nice, and every sort of section of the bookstore had like a different vibe to it. Mm. And it was like, really tied with a lot of good titles as well, very well organised. And the guy in there was like, he, the guy who we spoke to, I felt like him and Sergeant based, because Sergeant does reading murder mystery yeah. books and thrillers. And that guy, there was nothing he didn't know about thrillers and murder yeah, mysteries. Yeah, and he's really, do you say he's really helpful? 
Yeah, I think he's helpful. He was really, really helpful. Yeah. Because we were talking about... um, Basically, I read this book called Thursday Murder Club. Thursday Murder Club, Which is really good. What's the guy's name again? That wrote it? Oh, Richard Osman. Richard Osman. This is his first book that he wrote, that he's written. It's amazing. Couldn't recommend it enough. Recommend it to Henna. She also loved it. I read it too. And then the new one comes out next month. Is it next month? uh, Mid-September. Mid-September. And it's called... um, What is it called? Oh my god! Oh, d- dead dead men live twice. Yeah, yeah. Something basically, it's called that. I feel bad. I forgot about it anyway. Something I loved about the Thursday Murder Club book was not this the book podcast, mm. but something that I really like. If you've not read it, is that what I've realised having got back into reading recently, which I'll discuss later in the podcast. Yeah, is that this is the first book that didn't have characters that were like in the millennial age group mm. or obviously not, obviously YAs for that age group. Yeah, but I've noticed that a lot of books, just in general, irrespective of sort of the genre. They're all sort of anything between like 20 to like 40. And yeah, what yeah, I love about Thursday Murder Club was that all the characters are elderly. They're yeah. all 70 plus. Like, that's what I loved about it. Is it um, Septuagenarian is the word class? That's the word, yeah. So and I love the fact that the characters were like more seasoned, more life experienced. Mm. And I think Richard Osman really hit the nail on the head with that. They, they made perfect spoofs. Mm. So Thursday Murder Club is where it's Really, at. yeah. And, um... Yeah, it was, it was honestly like a real, <laughs> We're speechless on this book. I know, that was a great book. We had Bath and the bookshops were great, which I quite liked. Mm. But um, we actually overstayed our welcome in a Costa yesterday in Bath because we were really like in love with the chairs. So we headed into Bath because our dad had some training for work. And so we thought, um, coincidentally, uh, we were, it was in Bath. So we went for a second time. And um, we thought we'd think sort of because we're quite early, get breakfast, get coffee, and we mm. actually sit down at a little podcast meeting. Yeah. In Costa. And to then, plan this, of course. And then we were sat in these really fantastically amazing mm. chairs. Well, I said prior to going there, mm. we have to go to Costa and make sure they have nice chairs. Yeah, and weirdly enough, they had the best chairs ever sat in. So comfy. And we were sat there, sat there, sat there, and we had like a little charger, a little coffee and cake, <clears> whatever. And then they started packing away the chairs about half yeah. ten. <laughs> and so we'd been there an hour and a half, and then. They just stopped letting people into yeah. the Costa and slowly everybody emptied out. Yeah. And we were the only two people like spiders in the corner of the Costa. Well, they claimed they were understaffed mm. and there were five people behind the counter doing, behind the counter doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. I've never been disappointed with the Costa. I love the fact that their coffee's really good. It's fair mm. trade. It's a British brand. Like, a lot of people didn't know that Costa's actually British. Really? Yeah, see, look, a lot of people think that, that, that coffee chains are no American. Idea. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, as in we outside our welcome in Costa. Yeah, and, and then, then we got we basically got the hint to leave. <laughs> eventually, yeah, they gave us the nudge. Um, oh. But actually, we originally went to Bath on our first trip because me and Sergeant wanted to get piercings. Yeah, so we obviously we've had our ears pierced before. Yeah, we had. I've, I've actually aunt, got my ears pierced. My yeah. aunt who does piercings. Yeah, so. because she, she's a registered like professional yeah. when we were kids. But I had mine done when I was like how About old was seven, I? Maybe? About seven years old, and. Uh, obviously he's closed up since yeah. I'm now what 23 yeah my 23 24 yeah you're 20 I'm 23 yeah this is your Jordan year <laughs> I'm 23 yeah but my, basically mine's closed up so I thought mm. maybe add a little something new yeah because I think Sarge wants to pull off the old what I like to call the poor Pogba yeah a little, da- <laughs> little dangly one <laughs> a little dangly one Sarge's going to invest a little dangly earring ladies yeah. and gents but I actually wanted my Traegers pierced and I've wanted it for Ooh. ages like I've wanted it for ages like I don't know, I think, I, I think it's quite, a, it's slightly different for a piercing, because I don't want to go further up my ear, because I think my hair would get caught in, like, a lot of ear piercings, like the mm. upper ear, and, like, like you know, the, the cartilage and whatnot, so we went in, and we actually went to this tattoo place in Bath, whose oh, name I'm not going to say, because it will ruin their business. We're not going to plug their name. We, we will not. We're not earning anything from this. <laughs> we don't have. Yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> and so we, we asked the guy, like, you know, how much your piercings, what's your availability, and the guy's like, oh, it's just walking. 
And the lady reception was really nice. Yeah, she's, she's really, really helpful. good. Really good. But the the guy who does the piercings, he was just oh, so God. laid back. He was falling over. Yeah. And we asked him how much it was. He was like, yeah, about 30 quid. Yeah. yeah you know, just really, a really wishy-washy yeah, kind of guy. Very nonchalant in his attitude. Mm. And that's what annoyed me. Yeah. And so then a sergeant's like lobe is like a standard ear piercing. It's yeah. all we've got. And it's normally done with a gun. And he's like, yeah, I'll probably should use a needle, you know? Like, mm. his knee was just so... And Sergeant's face was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are not doing that. And so that's why I was a little bit, um, not annoyed, but I think if I, if I, if I met... I, I felt like we, we almost didn't get... We got a bit hyped up together, you know? We're getting up here saying... We did, we got a bit We got a bit excited. And this guy just shot us down. He shot us down. Yeah. Shot us down big time, really. But yeah, no, I definitely uh, would recommend Bath. Maybe not the place that we went for... Um, the piercings. Piercings, yeah. <laughs> oh, but we're not looking elsewhere. We are. We're looking in Bristol. Obviously, we, we live in... Well, Helen technically lives in Bulgaria, but when she's back here, she's ten. There's actually a piercing store yeah. like, opposite my old place. Oh, really? Um, in, uh, you know what? I'll just come here. back with you. Just come to see you, yeah, you know. Why, why not? not? But yeah, now we're looking for other piercing shops, so... Ugh. Hopefully, by ne- the next episode, we'll have our piercings. <laughs> and I'll have my little dangly one. I think you've got to start with a stud, and when it's healed... Yeah, obviously. Oh. I'm not going to like attach a chandelier to my am I? You can, we'll have a nice little gem put on your ears. Yeah, a little nice. ruby. Oh God, a little ruby. <laughs> you know, you know in movies when there's like a, like a rom-com? Yeah. He's like, oh, I bought you a ruby from like this Indonesian market. What rom-coms do you watch? There's loads of rom-coms. Well, I don't watch rom-coms. But oh, all of a sudden. Like, I feel like they'd say that in Indiana Jones. Yeah, well, that's, a, it's, that's a, it's about the jewels and treasures. Yeah. Like. Would you ever re- read Indiana Jones if it was a book? Wait, it was a book, right? I... I'm not really sure. Yeah, I've never really. Oh God, no! As in, do you know in, if it was a book? Do you want to Google that? Yeah, let me Google it while you speak to the podcast on your own. On my own, I think that if Indiana Jones was a book, it'd have to be incredibly mm. descriptive for you to understand it because much bigger books are obviously like the Lord of the Rings okay, yeah. by Tolkien. We were like two idiots now. Oh, do we? There are, yeah, there's like fifty of them. Oh my God! <laughs> oh Lord! But for two people who are into, really, to, yeah. into reading, oh gosh! But as in, they'd have to be heavily descriptive for me to enjoy them. Because I actually did you know that there's when people read books, there's different ways of actually comprehending the book. Really? Which sounds really silly because I've actually recently returned to reading, to, uh, honestly, after about eight years yeah, of not reading yeah. a fiction book. Um, so did I get you back into it? You kind of I feel like you, I kind of did, 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 did get you, you back and, into reading. You and mum, yeah. like, like reading mysteries and like, <clears throat> like sort of like life books and stuff. So that, that was really interesting. But so where was I going with this? Um, <laughs> Getting back into books yeah. and reading stuff. And so then I got so like excited that I actually made a bookstagram. Yes. Uh, which is called Eyes of a Reader. Shameless plug. Shameless, shameless plug. Yeah. Um, where I've actually set myself a target to read 21 books in 2021. Mm. I've actually read 11 already. I'm on my 12th wow. book. Yeah, I'm on my 12th book. Why are you so surprised? But no. <laughs> but Sardin definitely did, did get me back into reading. Yeah. It's been a great way to uh, read. Would you say you're a book person now? Or a bookworm, a book, if you will. A book nerd. A worm of the book. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm a bookworm, definitely. Yeah, so then I've definitely got back into reading and books and stuff. But um, something I really like about bookstagram is it's given me a great outlet away from the like, academics. Yeah. Like, it's definitely allowed me to, like, just, like, like un- unattach myself yeah, from, from my from, degree, which is really nice. From the old medical world. I know. If you will. Oh, well. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's definitely been a good outlet for you anyway. But as in, I've discovered that I love historical fiction. Mm. Um, I like YA novels. Yeah, you're, cool. you're kind of getting into my genre, which is murder, murder mystery. mystery. Thrillers. Yeah. 
Because you, 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 you recommended that book by Shari Lapina. You've had quite a few. You've read, recommended yeah, I've, a few I've read. Yeah, yeah she, she's a really good author. Um, can't really think of one of her books off the top of my head. Great. Um, but one day, one book I would recommend is uh, The Woman in the Window by okay. A.J. Finn. That's, that's a Netflix show. Yeah, so but funny story. was well, not really funny. <laughs> so basically, I found this book through like, this basically like a book, can you call them a booktuber? Like, is that what they're called? Well, people on YouTube yeah. recommend books. Yeah, we'll just call them booktubers. I don't think that's a wrong thing, but okay. okay. But basically, this guy recommended, I was watching a video, watched like a, a spoiler free, free review, and then done a bit of Googling, found it, downloaded it, started reading it. Then I found out a week later, mm. um, it was coming out on Netflix, so I made it my goal to read it before it came out. You did tell me you had to read the book before yeah. seeing the film. Yeah. That was the goal, basically. See, right. I've... Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I've not read the book, but I've seen the film. So oh, it'll be interesting. Oh, better. It'll be... In, yeah, but everybody says that about everything. Yeah. People say about Harry Potter. But yeah, but I read the book. Absolutely loved it. So highly recommend it. Really, really good book. And then watched the movie. And it was a good movie. I would, you know, I recommend it as well. But there's obviously... There, but there's never as much detail in the film as there is like, but, in books. But making detail in a film is so much more difficult. But no, but if you read the book, there's so many details, key details that they missed out on. Really? In the book that they easily could have put into the film. Really? And that film felt so quick. It did, it did. It felt like a really quick movie. I loved the, the feel of a film. Yeah. It, it was sort of heavy, you were very curious all the time. It was time. almost like a bit cosy. Cosy, very, very like, I was slightly on edge at yeah. times throughout that movie. Because oh, the woman has, yeah. is it ag- agoraphobia? Yeah, agoraphobia, yeah. yeah. Um, which is the fear of henna. Open spaces? Yeah, well done. And I we're not on quiz time. I get to... <laughs> <laughs> I love a good quiz, me. But actually, that was reminds me. You know how you're describing this book? Yeah. I learned something very recent off of one of my friends, who's a listener to the podcast. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that some people, when they read books, they can only read the text and they can't imagine it. Whereas Sergeant and myself, and I didn't even know Sergeant until yesterday... Mm. We, well, Sergeant does, he imagines the book as a film. Best way to... In his head. Best way to digest a book is do that. I do, apparently not everybody can do is imaginative, but what I do is, is I attach famous characters or people I know, I would turn them into the characters in the book, yeah. and I imagine them doing those things. So I, I recently read a book, um, that is actually on my book, is that's on my books around, called The Seven Husbands of Evan Hugo, which is now my favourite book by Taylor that's Jenkins. It's a really Reed. long book title. The Seven Husbands of Evan Hugo. Sardin's now <laughs> yeah, and I imagine the character as Jane Fonda. And, oh, she's and that's, cool. I, and that's because I'm a huge fan of Grace and Frankie, which is now in its last season on Netflix, which I am going to be bereft. Hannah's been. Wait, have you? Wait, you haven't watched it yet, have you? No, it's in the first three uh, episodes. How is it? It's got a different feel to it. Yeah. They may have changed the writer. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, but I thoroughly recommend. You know what I thoroughly recommend Grace and Frankie, mm. and I imagined Jane Fonda as the character of the Seven Husbands of Evan Hugo. Yeah. And that's how she I do like it. She looks like she would have seven husbands as well. Great. <laughs> so Jane Fonda or any of her relatives don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Don't think they will. Um, but yeah, I definitely I definitely have to regret, like think of the people as people I know or famous people. Because I did it with another book where I was one of the characters for me, she was Sandra Bullock. Oh, Sandy B. Sandy B. The B of the sand. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so it's so so Sandra Bullock. There you go. But it's in... But I, I love the fact that we've both got back into reading. Yeah. at school, we read a lot. Like, we always had books on our reading list at school. And, like, schools in England, they really encourage reading from, like, a young age. I'm glad they mm. do. Because it, like, improves vocabulary, memory, th- things like that. So. Yeah. We're, how do you feel about books to movies in general? I know what you're going to say, but just give me, like, an overview of what you think. Like I said earlier, there's never as much detail. Which I understand. Mm. Um, but there's very few movies that really 
There's very few movies that are actually better than the book. Have you yeah. have you got any examples? I don't. I really don't. I'm trying to think of some um, now. Isn't Crazy Rich Asians? That's a book. Yeah, that's a book. But I love the film. I love the film. The film was good. The film was yeah. really, really good. Because there's a similar set of books. <clears> and they're, they're referred to the Anna Kay series. Yeah. And I kind of want to read them. And I didn't... I thought as like a, like, was it a grown-up as I am. 28 I am. Um, I didn't really think I could read like YA novels. But I actually like a lot of YA novels. Because mm. I, I read quite a few... Well, two books by Nicola Yoon. One of which is called The Sun is Also a Star. Isn't that, that a movie as well? It's a Netflix movie, yeah. and that was horrific. It was bad. It was really bad. Like, so you wouldn't recommend? I would not, I shouldn't watch it. I would not recommend. I would not recommend the Netflix version. Yeah. Of the film. Um, it's nothing against like the people in the film or anything. I just, I was going on and on about this book to mum while yeah. I was on the phone. Every time we speak on the phone, she oh how's your book going? I'd say tell her what's going on, and that's how mum followed the book was through my descriptions. Mm. And then when she said, "Oh, did you know it's a Netflix film?" She waited for me to come home. And then you watched it. And we watched it together, and it could not keep me entertained for more than ten really? minutes. The only thing they really nailed was the how I imagined the characters to look is yeah. how they were on TV. Yeah. So now, so now that you obviously you didn't enjoy the film, the yeah. film yeah. has that ruined the book? Not ruined the book, but oh. tainted. Oh. The love you have for it. Slightly, because I think I imagined it in a certain way. And yeah. I sort of like romanticised it in a way. Mm. Well, not romanticised it, maybe like made it more visually beautiful in my yeah. head. And then seeing the film, and it was a little bit downcast. Actually, I didn't really realise that could work in reverse. Yeah. Could a book be ruined by a film? Because mm. I don't think many people would admit to that, but I actually think it could. Yeah. We seem to be having an absolute book fest on the podcast today. Yeah. But actually, I will definitely be plugging my book, my bookstagram again. It's actually, um, I actually quite like writing reviews, but what I've noticed about the bookstagram community, which are great, as in there's, there's, everybody's got a recommendation, people like writing reviews, people really call bookmarks and things. But I've been taking a majority of your pictures. Book photography, thank you, Sasha. Yeah. Has been great. Thank you, Sasha, for your help. Um, people, I've noticed that bookstagram writers, when they write little reviews, mm. or like snippets of their opinions, they never, they never want to <clears throat> slate the book or or like tag the writer in the post yeah and if they do tag the writer, only if they've written a five-star review and i cannot comment on how difficult it is to write a book i mean i listened to another podcast yeah of which one of the guys in the podcast is currently writing a book on productivity yeah it's called not overthinking not they need the plug they've got a very healthy following okay but uh, one of the boys in that one of the guys in that podcast he's writing a book and i've heard it's incredibly difficult to write a book which i thought it would be so i would never want to like slate a book completely about because i know it's hard to write a book and yeah. it's just i've not liked something doesn't mean somebody else won't like it. But I also think that some bookstagrammers might give a false narrative just for likes. So that's why I'm trying to mm. stay quite true to, true to myself. Trying to stay authentic. Yeah, so if I, if I don't like a book as much, I'm not going to be like, it was absolutely horrific, don't read it. Yeah. I would just say, this is what, what I thought of the book, this is what I did and did not like. It could be the book for you. Do you tag the author in, the, in your reviews? I did, because you told me about, oh, yeah. about tagging. So I tagged the author of The Sun Is Also is a Nicola Star. Yoon, you said. Nicola Yoon, which is really cool. Has she got in contact with you by any chance? And this is where Sarge just roasting me about the fact that he, she didn't contact me. I already know the answer to that question. Yeah, you already know. She didn't, she didn't DM me. She doesn't, she doesn't want to feature me in her next book, you know. Oh, of course. Um, I'm not the inspiration for her next book. But yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's a, good, a great way to connect with your books. It's like a whole thing because you're more on the graphics front, right? Yeah. Sorry, that, oh. was, that, that was really bad. Went completely blank then. But yeah, yeah. I, have, I have my graphic design page at mm. Design by Yourself. If you want to follow a few new graphics, hit me up. But I've just. Oh, another shameless yeah. plug. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get back into it, trying to get my engagement back up, which is really hard. Mm. But I feel like the more you pose, you just have to stay consistent and have a bit of belief in your work anyway. So yeah. that's what helps. Um, but I've won 3,084 or 85. Something else. You're, you're almost. Yeah. You're, why was it 31? My goal was to reach. 
4,000 by the end of this year. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Well, you never know. It could happen. But, um, no, I think it could because you, you have people really engage with your posts. Yeah. But I... Actually, bigger news, because we're talking about social media, Instagram, Bookstagram, and social graphics online. Yeah. I saw... I think we're talking about a lot of social media. I saw a video posted on both Instagram, but I saw it on TikTok, on the TikTok platform. Yeah. And they said that the... Was it the CEO of Instagram had mentioned... Sorry, how many emails did Yeah, you sorry about that. I should, <laughs> I should put that on mute. <laughs> Just like <laughs> continual emails. Um, the CEO of Instagram said they're moving towards Instagram not being a photo sharing platform. Oh, come on. Yeah, so, so they want to focus more on sales. Because you know they've added the shopping really? tab? Yeah, so then... Really, oh, indeed. Really. <laughs> so then they're actually wanting to turn Instagram into like a video interactive no, platform. No, no, no. And possible, like, uh, and shopping. You can shop on Instagram. Yeah, I've, I've seen the shopping, yeah. I don't yeah, really trust it, though. That's just getting the whole rid of... That's just getting... Rid, rid of their of, concept. Rid of their concept completely. I know. That's but really silly. I thought it's that really, was really silly, Because yeah, I, I, I think so many people use Instagram as a way just like to document really great highlights of their life, which is quite different to any other... It's not quite Facebook where you can put albums of things yeah. and put loads of text on everything. Instagram's quite unique. And now they're moving towards this like shopping platform. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because on my design account, mm. I've got the option for that. Obviously, I didn't say anything on Instagram. Yeah, like spon- and that sponsored page. Yeah, sponsored page, you can do that. That's not really part of the shopping part, but you still have that prompt too. Mm. Um, but no, that's crazy. I know. That's really, really weird. So, we asked Instagram if they had any questions for us that we could possibly answer on the pod. We saw I've done this before, it's a bit of a different Yeah, thing, something maybe. different, something new. Uh, how many questions have we got? Uh, we got four? Well, we had four a fair five? few, but that's something like reoccurring themes. Yeah. So, I, I just picked four, like, like, like the top four. Okay, cool. So Did you want to re- read them out? I'll read them out. Right, so, cool. question from Tobias. Hello, Tobias. Well, you're on the uh, radio now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> if you could live in a book, TV show or movie, what would it be? Hmm. hmm. I, well, I recently started watching Seinfeld. Ah, oh, okay, okay. And I, um, I would say the the thing that drew that drew me to it, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think attract Seinfeld attracted me the most based based on um their fashion because their oh. fashion is all in the nineties, like eighties, nineties, okay. and the way Jerry Seinfeld dresses, like how everyone pretty much dresses now. You love fashion. So as well. that kind of era, I really like. So I think Seinfeld. Yeah, the card is really good as well. Oh, that's really cool. Um, I'm actually going to spin a little childhood memory of my well, childhood memory. Remember how I said to you ages ago that I always wanted there to be a brown female character in the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. I wouldn't mind being cast as that. Oh, really? So maybe. maybe as that's in, cool. As, or if, if I could live in their world, like because there's like cool female What scientists. kind of character would you play? Well, I wouldn't want to be the same as Penny or Brenda yeah. or um, Amy. So that's why. You I'm could be like a caretaker of the building, you could be the person that fixed the lift. That'd be pretty cool. As, as another female engineer, yeah, that'd be quite, yeah. quite cool. Female engineers need more credit. I like that. Yeah. That's actually quite cool, Sarge. I thought yeah. you'd like to the myth out of me. So. Yeah, come on. All right. Okay. I don't always say the piss out of you, mm, okay. but when I do, you do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Second question is from Anissa. Anissa, that's a cool name. That's a really cool name, isn't yeah. it? I like that. Uh, what issue will you always speak your mind about? I quite like that. Um, do you want to go first on this one? Um, I need to make my answer. Do you know what, I, this is a very broad sweeping statement, I really don't like it when things are unfair, like things that are f- fixable yeah. in, the, in the immediate environment, for, for example, like, I don't like if you're pushing to queues, yeah. oh, I yeah, really yeah, yeah. don't like that. I really like a queue system that works properly. 
Sergeant, I think you'd enjoy. Really I, I think Sergeant enjoys a good deli system because yeah. he knows what numbers. But then like, I don't like it when people push into queues or sort of maybe abuse. Not abuse, but like I don't like it when people make a situation to their advantage when it could just be fair for everyone. So yeah. I tend to speak out and be like, actually, I was here first, thank you, or, yeah. or I was here before them, or would you mind pushing? I've been here for a while. As in, I'm nice about it. I, I don't get mm. argumentative because when I went to see the script in Cardiff with yeah. two of my friends um, from school and we'd queued for like eight or nine hours just so we oh could be like in the front God. and then this like girl and like two other girls who were with like, three girls who were friends like me and my friends yeah. they would just sort of stood there next to us next to the lamppost like chatting and they mm. tried to slip in in front of us and so my friends are really passive they're like oh it's fine just let it, leave it leave it and so I was like, I was like well, we've been here for eight to nine hours yeah. so I just said to them politely I was like we've been here quite a long time and we travelled from Bristol I was like we've been here for ages I really appreciate it if you didn't push in and one of them did get really annoyed and then I was like, I appreciate you're annoyed, but I was like, you didn't get here when we did. Yeah. And so I kind of put my foot down. So no, I, good. Yeah. I, I think that's fine. I think my answer would be another little story. I was kind of linked to Hannah, but Hannah's either being, you know, stuff being unfair. Mm. But long story short, uh, we had a group project on my master's course and a member of my group was being bullied by another member. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. And basically the, the, the person that was bullied kind of ended up crying. Yeah. I don't I... want to mention any names, but yeah. Felt really bad. And she's up, the, the, this person's from another country. Um, so they could hardly speak much, like any English. Yeah. So it was quite, you know imagine coming to a whole new country and boom bullied, bullied by, by something. yeah it's like so it's it's that. completely wrong. So I, I stood up for that person mm. and, made, and just made sure that they were yeah, okay. The outcome just... of that project went quite well. They didn't. Yeah, it? it went really well overall. overall. But yeah, I think just people being like bullied because it's you not don't like nice. Yeah, I, don't like I hate that. that yeah. Uh, third question oh, is my from... laptop's overheating. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I put it away from the mic, but yeah, carry on. Uh, third question is from Christy. Christy you... or Christy? Christy. Christy. Yeah, Christy. Okay. How long have you been friends? How long have we been friends? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Hennis 23 years. Still your life? Yes. I mean, for those of you who are joining us in season yeah. three, we're actually brothers. It's a really funny question. We're brother and sister. Yeah, we're siblings. We're brother and sister. We're brother and sister. Hannah is the older one. She's at the age of... 28. And I'm at the age of 23. It was actually, wait, it was, it was our mom's summer? Yeah. What? Our birthdays were in June, so our birthdays have... Recently. They went, they went past for ages ago, didn't they? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why did you really... No, it's just because you know how you came home and we just celebrated your birthday. Oh, yeah, birthday. Yeah. yeah. I always had my birthday in August. And it was, a friends, it was a Friends-themed... Oh, yeah. yeah. I, my family, my mum, threw me a Friends-themed birthday party. Yeah. And I had my own episode name on all the banners, which is the one where Hannah turns 28. Yeah. And there were several Hannah, banners. Hannah really enjoyed it. Uh, so did you. Me, mum, and dad, and all the decorations the night before Hannah was coming home. So you know, you guys. Are... Oh, we were on party planning. That was really nice, actually. Um, last question is. From... Oh, was another one. Oh, oh I did say four. In sport. Okay, go on. Okay, uh, fourth question and the last question. Okay. Uh, it's from Nilesh. Nilesh, my boy. I, that is. I, I don't think Sajid knows who this is. What's your favorite piece of clothing you own? I feel like I feel like this is a really good question for you. This is an easy question for me. I like a good hat. I have so many hats. Actually, and we, recently, I've dabbled in the old beanie. And Hannah bought me a beanie the other day. We went from hat Bath. shopping. Yeah, yeah. We bought, well, funny enough, we went hat shopping. I actually bought a bucket Well, that hat. wasn't the aerial shopping. We just kind of fell into that. Yeah, we sort of yeah. just bought a hat. Um, Hannah bought... What, Hannah bought what, what hat did you buy? An Adidas bucket hat. She bought, Hannah bought an Adidas bucket hat. From Urban Outfits. Yeah, and then Hannah also bought me a, a new beanie. Like a chocolate brown. Because mm, I've got... How many, I've got like a bunch of beanies. I've slowly been like collected them. Yes. 
Beanies, not beanie babies, just yeah. to confirm. Um, but yeah, with piece of clothing would be a good hat. I can't live. Was it live without? What's the question? Um, what's your favourite piece uh, of clothing? Favourite piece of clothing. <laughs> That's the whole new question you've invented. Um, yeah, no, a good hat. Like a, a beanie. Good, yeah, a good hat. Yeah. Oh God, I don't know what my favourite piece of clothing is. Do you know what I like? Is what? my, I've got this like, it's kind of like a rain mac. But it's by the North Face. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and it's it's like fleece lined on the on the inside, and it's got like it's it's lightweight, it's waterproof. But I, I can put it with jeans and a t shirt. I put yeah. it over a dress. I've I've like put it with like uh, formal trousers, mm. like cut off trousers, and it just looks good with everything. And I've you you guys got them from Nike as well, so now I've got the Nike version. Oh. Um, which that one's got slightly like a very interesting lining about the inside of men's swimming shorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a net lining. It's a bit strange. But I like a good overcoat, like, like not overcoat, like, like like a good mac, a good yeah. long coat, like a good long coat. That's good. That's mm. a good answer. And that is it yeah. for all the questions. Wow, first episode. Well, Actually, first episode of the comeback. Of the the comeback. The old comeback. The, the comeback yeah. kings wow. will be at yeah. the end of the season. I think that went really well. <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't review ourselves <laughs> yeah. live on the podcast. Um, but until our next episode, yeah. which will be in about a week's time. Yeah. We will see you then. We will see you then. Hannah, how can you outro it like that? Don't just <laughs> abandon these people that are listening. Yes, mum. You know, um, once again, email us if you want to. At too good to be too at gmail.com. Well done. You can also hit us up on Instagram. Which is at too good to be too. Yeah, if you have any more questions like these, was it four of them? These four lovely individuals that message in. Mm. Um, Thank you, Nilesh, Christy, Anissa and Tobias. Yeah, big up those guys. But other other than that... We've also got a Twitter. Which oh is, yeah, Twitter as well, which is Hannah. At too good to be too. Yeah. I think it's the same theme here. Yes, yeah, it says definitely. Or is it too good? No. No, it's too good to be too. Too good to be too. Yeah, okay. Um, But yeah, that is the end of the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will catch you in the next one. See you soon. Bye. Bye.